0: it's time to unleash the expert what is he an expert on relationships sex spirituality and rediscovering yourself beyond the trauma get ready to unleash more purpose passion and pleasure in your life here's the expert himself mr brandon patrick hey
1: everybody welcome back to this installation of the brandon patrick show i appreciate you being here I've been a little under the weather for the last couple of weeks. So if my voice sounds a little off, it's still recovering. Um, I can't seem to quite kick it. So I'm hoping that as the weather gets better, I can get better. But I, things are just good. I, I woke up this morning feeling a little groggy, but feeling so grateful for life, for everything that's happening. Every day is beautiful. And I have... Uh, so many good things going on in my life. We have uh, our women's retreat, the radiant dawn retreat coming up in in April, and it's not quite sold out yet, but it almost is. And I'm just excited to go do that and spend time with people that want to heal. Um, I have my Peru retreat, plant medicine, Peru retreat in April as well. That one is sold out, but I just bring it up to, to, to tell you guys, like there's a lot of people open to healing and open to recovery. And I just am so blessed to be a part of it and to be able to see people heal and see people progress and see people shift and change. And I'm so grateful. And I'm grateful for you for listening. Just something as simple as listening to this shows that you wanna you wanna gain some knowledge or shift some perspective. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And I hope today's episode does for you what. What I intend for it to do, which is it it, it helps you look within um, and really evaluate uh, yourself and your own healing and where things are for you and what you want to manifest and create in your life I want to start with um, it's actually this is a reel that um, was sent to me and um, it's a couple minutes long we might not listen to the whole the whole part of it, but uh, I just want to start with with it and then we're going to talk about what he says here. To
0: create the life that I want to create, right? Let's just say I want to manifest a million dollars, okay? There's a version of me inside that we would call the wounded inner child that doesn't even believe that it's worthy of a million dollars. It doesn't believe that it's worthy of living a life of abundance. That's actually what's stopping me from living a life of abundance. That's actually what's stopping me from manifesting a million dollars. So if you look at it, it's the same metaphor. It's the same energy of... A bow and arrow. A bow and arrow can never go forward without being pulled back. And the further that you pull back, the tighter it gets and the further you go forward. So that's why you had to go back in your past and heal. People don't realize that manifestation involves the spiritual component of healing your inner child. So when you go back, you fix the wound, you heal it. You give that child inside of you energetically what it needed to hear. Maybe it needed to be affirmed. Maybe it needed to be loved. Maybe it needed to be told, it needed to be told that it was enough. Whatever it needed. You knew exactly what it needed. Go back, give it to it. And then that is similar to the arrow going back and letting go and going forward.
1: so, in a nutshell, this this guy, his it's law of attraction, zero is his Instagram. He is talking about manifesting. what he's saying is in order to manifest something different, you have to heal your inner child. And I've heard it said before, like, why do we go back to our past? Why do we live in the past? Why don't we just move forward and just, just go, you know? And the fact of the matter is, is we create with our subconscious. Uh, we, what The outcomes that we're getting in our life happen because we show up a certain way energetically every day. When we're unconscious of the way that we're showing up on an energetic level, then we just get what we get. And, and we don't have much chance of changing the outcomes in our life. So I'm going to walk you through today kind of the process we're going to go backwards but the process of of why we create what we create in our lives and the opportunity we have for actually healing it. Um and it's different I believe than what we think that it is. We focus too much on um the outcomes of our life when it comes to our healing then and not enough on, on the inputs. So, you know, every New Year's rolls around and it's like, well, I'm I'm fatter than I want to be and I want to make more money. Well, I'll I'll that's what I'll do this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose weight and make more money. Okay, great. Those are just outcomes. You know, there's there's struggle in my marriage and I'm tired of that. And so I'm gonna try to make my marriage better. Oh well great. That's great. You're still focused on the outcome. There's struggle in your marriage. And you're not looking at the inputs of what's actually happening and why you're creating what you're creating. And those inputs are there for a good reason. And so I'm going to talk about some of those inputs. So you can stop for a minute, look at your life, think about how your career is going. How's your relationship going? How do you feel with your life purpose? How are your relationships with your family? How's your relationship with God? You can look at all of those things. Now, you're creating what you're creating for a reason. And you show up both in truth and love in your life in situations, and you show up in fear and control and manipulation in other situations. And where there's fe- fear and control, there's a lack of authenticity and honesty. Um, you will create some, some sh- suffering. And you think, well, why would anybody do that? We all do it. We all do it because we're we're protecting something. Okay. So we all wear masks. We all try to put on a show. Uh, And our masks come out in many different forms. Sometimes they come out in trying to look good to people. Sometimes they come out in hiding in a corner and not wanting to be seen. Um, Sometimes they come out in, you know, trying to find worth through codependent relationships or through trying to be as smart as you can possibly be or successful as you possibly can be. Just to show the world I'm worth something, see my value, love me, accept me. And so it's a catch-22 because underneath all of that is I'm not lovable, I'm not acceptable, and so I'm trying so hard to be accepted. I'm trying so hard to be not rejected. Because deep, deep down, I feel like for good reason, you should reject me or I'm not lovable as I am. If you really knew all of me, all of my sins, all of my struggle, all of my mess, you wouldn't accept me. So, I'm going to put on a show. And we all do this to some level in our life. And we don't really know that we do it. We do it so automatically, it becomes a part of who we are. So, when you look at manifesting, like here's an example let's say I want to create uh, business and abundance and all those things, but I show up at work um, as Mr. Nice Guy, never afraid to make any waves because I might hurt someone's feelings and they won't like me. Well, I'm coming across as unconfident. I'm coming across as unwilling to engage in difficult conversations. And I'm coming across as not a leader. I'm probably not going to get that next promotion. Um, it's undermining what I want to create in my life. And it, it's just creating what I'm creating. So underneath those uh, masks that we wear, our belief system, what do we believe about the world around us? And what do we believe about ourselves? And our belief system drives our behaviors and our behaviors create our outcomes. So our belief system we all have a different, unique belief system. Like I can have a client come in my office and I can just see their goodness. I can just love them, see them, know they're good. But then they, they talk about themselves and they just hate themselves. So how is it that my belief system about that person is one thing, but their belief system about them is totally different? We have different lenses that we look through, different paradigms, and we all have our different beliefs. And when you're constructing a sense of self as a child, your belief system starts to get formed about you. Who are you to this world? How do you fit into this world? How do you survive in this world? What place do you hold? What purpose do you have? How can you find um, ways to survive? And so, from a young, young age… Even from the moment you're born, you're figuring out, what do I need to do to try to survive? And when you're put in a dysfunctional family system, which we all are to some degree, um, you start the behaviors to figure out how to survive, which drive the beliefs of that's who I am. So for example, let's say mom never emotionally connected. I'm just making this up. And so as a child, you don't know anything different. You know, Like mom's not emotionally connected to me. I don't know that. I'm just born into this. But I don't feel seen. I don't feel heard. I don't feel validated or connected to at all. And so I don't turn to my mom to get that nurturing and to get soothed in my pain. What I turn to is video games and food. And so I, she's not available. So I go there and I start to compulsively use those things. And I start to feel like a loser and I start to judge myself for that. I'm a loser who can't stop compulsively using these things because it's the only place that I find love. It's the only place I find connection. So I can't stop, but I'm judging myself as someone who's a loser, right? Who, who shouldn't do these things, but can't stop. I'm weak. I'm... Um, compulsive. So, all of these things are labels saying, this is who you are as a human being. Because of that trauma, because of that life experience, you have now started to, to construct that sense of self. This is who I am. Um, when in reality, what you're just trying to do is survive. You found a means to take care of your pain when mom isn't there, you're trying to survive, but now you're labeling it and giving it meaning and as you, from a young age, if you start to believe I'm a loser who has no control, who's compulsive, how are you going to show up as a as an adult? You'll you'll do one of two things: you'll either totally indulge there, or you'll try really really hard to show nobody that that's who you are, because that's who you believe you are, right? Um, so you go one way or the other of those things, and those are the masks that I'm talking about. So the outcomes of your life come from the behaviors, which is the masks and the way you're showing up. The masks come from your belief system. Your belief system comes from your trauma or your life experiences. If this is the case, this is really interesting because when somebody comes into my office and they say, Brandon, I want to change the outcomes of my life. And there's this whole system, belief system, and they can talk about all the great things they want to change in their life. And they'll go right back out into the world that they're in, continue to resonate in the way that they're resonating. Continue to show up in the way they're showing up and continue to create the same things that they're creating. And back to what this guy was saying, if you want to manifest something different, it has everything to do with your actual healing, your actual healing. So let's talk about what needs to happen. There's something that I believe is critical for actual shifting um, that needs to happen in your life. Think about it this way. Here's another way to think about it your soul has been hurt. And, and confused. Your ego has kind of taken over to protect because your, your soul is there. Like your soul, now your inner self is powerful, strong, confident, but the ego takes over and says, we're, we're scared. We're scared. We're not going to survive. So there's two things going on. And your soul kind of diminishes your true self, your integrity, your self-energy, whatever we want to call it it kind of goes to the background and the ego starts to take over. Now the ego is not bad. It's there to try to protect you, but you lose a sense of self. And because your soul's not present, your, your inner strength, yourself, um, and your ego is now running the show, that's when you become unconscious of who you actually are. Now the ego has been activated because of these life experiences. And what happens is when you believe that you're unworthy of love, you go show up in the the world that you're in a way that you're unworthy of love and you create more evidence that you're unworthy of love. So it's a cycle that perpetuates again and again and again. If I believe that I'll be unsuccessful at work or whatever, I'll go show up at work as unsuccessful and I'll get fired from my job and have to find new jobs all the time because I know I'm unsuccessful. So that's going to happen again, and again, and again, you get caught in a perpetual loop of manifestation and creation, uh, and we all do it. And then we complain about the things that we're creating. Oh, I don't want that. I want different outcomes. I want. But do you actually want to do what it takes to do the healing work, to actually shift, to then create different belief systems, show up differently, and create different outcomes in your life? Newton's first law, um, an object at rest remains at rest, or in or if in motion remains in motion at a constant velocity, unless unless acted on by a net external force. That's Newton's law. So how does Newton's law apply to inner deep inner healing? It's the same thing. That law applies. So if 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 I'm showing up on an emotional spiritual level. To a, in a at a, at a certain way in life to this world, I'm going to continue to do that and continue to show up. I'm going to stay in motion, doing that same thing again and again and again, unless acted on by a net external force. Now, we we confuse this a lot of times. We think, okay, well, I'll go to therapy then. And what happens a lot of times in therapy, not all the time, is that that perpetual energy or resonating the way that you are gets reinforced in therapy. If you go talk to a therapist about all your problems and why you suck and why you need to change them, and that therapist is talking to you about those things and saying, yeah, you need to change this or try this or try that or whatever, they're driving home the message that you suck and you need to change everything. Um, If you go talk to a therapist about how horrible your spouse is and you're stuck in anger and resentment and you tell them how horrible they are and they validate you... And you walk out of that session feeling validated, but angry and resentful that you've perpetuated the, the same energy, Newton's law. You just keep in that motion. You just keep going. So what does it mean to be, to be you know hit by an external force? What does that actually mean? To be acted upon. I'll get back to that because I think that's the, the key to the deep healing. We work extremely hard to not get hit by that external force. Our protective parts and our ego has set up complex systems to not allow that to happen. So you have you have major tactics and strategies and systems in place to to not get to that place where you can actually get acted upon. What what you know how how deep is your soul in there? Underneath how many layers of protection, some people are so unconscious of it that they can't even comprehend that there's work to do. They think they're just good at operating in this world. Talk to a really skill talk to a really skilled narcissist or an addict who doesn't want to get in recovery at all. Um, they have set up major systems, and they're so unconscious of those systems they they don't allow any action to happen. To, to their to their soul. I think of uh, I've done therapy for I don't know how long now. Um, but I have some clients that they're not really my clients anymore, but I know about what they're doing and they have been in therapy for 15 years and and um, they're talking about the same thing they used to talk to me about like 15, like 15 years ago. Nothing's changing. They actually use therapy as a means to play small and to not actually progress or change. So they spend a lot of money. They spend a lot of time. They act as if they're self-reflecting, but they're not. And so they just keep playing this game with, with their partner and with the therapist over and over and over again, and nothing actually changes. And a lot of the times the therapist is like, I am trying everything I possibly can, and they are not getting better. What, like, b- They don't want to get better They don't have a desire to actually shift. They want to continue perpetuating this. So, let's talk about what it actually means to stop and surrender. What does it mean to actually uh, allow space for real action to happen in an opposite, like like to 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 be able to get hit by that external force? You know, it's it's about a humble heart. It's about a soul that's, that's open and it's, a, it's about courage and vulnerability. If you have certain outcomes in your life and you don't want them, first and foremost, you got to get accountable that you're the one creating that. Get out of the victim stance. Get out of the blame game. Own that you're creating the outcomes in your life. Own that you're the one interpreting what happens in your life in a certain way and ending up in places of resentment, anger, Frustration, sadness, loneliness, whatever it is, you create that. You're the one that ends up there because of the way that you're processing what's happening in your life. Okay, now I know that's hard to hear. I get it, but that's one of the first steps is accountability, um, which takes some courage to actually get accountable. Next step is what he was talking about in that reel is an openness to actually looking at why. Why am I creating this? Where is this coming from? What beliefs do I have that are, that are running this show? What masks do I wear? So now you're getting more conscious. I have these beliefs, I have these masks. And then you can dig down even further to the pain. What pain do I have that told me these things, that taught me this paradigm? And when you can start to look at the pain, here's where the real opportunity comes. You cut that wound open. And instead of acting in the way that you you did when you were a child or when, when the pain started to happen, instead of acting in that protective mode, do something opposite to that action. Um, allow a new experience to happen. And this is where courage is critical for healing because if I'm somebody I've gotten conscious, I've dug down, I know myself and I get to this place of, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example here. Let's say I'm not worthy of love. And so I have sabotage relationship after relationship. Now I'm in a new relationship and I'm ready to sabotage it, but I know I don't want to, but like I'm naturally sabotaging it. To get that conscious and realize, you know what? I would naturally end this relationship right now. Instead, I'm going deeper. Instead, I'm opening up more. I'm showing more of myself. And when I do, a few things might happen. That person might reject me. And all of the fears and all of the paradigms that I was under, it could get reinforced. But another thing could happen too. I might get opposite of what I think. Instead of getting rejection, I might get deeper love, deeper connection, and experience something that I've never experienced in my life. And when I experience that, it changes everything. It changes the way that I view the whole entire existence of of what I'm doing here. But unless I take that risk, I'll never have that experience and I'll never shift my paradigms. So I have to take the risk to do opposite action to what the ego and the fear and the control is telling me to do I will be able to choose that opposite action through my willingness to get conscious of why I am the way I am. And through comp- self-compassion and love as I see myself struggle with this thing, whatever it is. I could give you other examples. You know, Take anything that's not working in your life and look at it and say, okay, what's the fruits here? Okay, the fruits here are this, this way. This is how I'm showing up. I'm, ca- I'm accountable for it. Um, I understand I show up that way because I have these fears. Those fears come from this experience that I had. Okay. Now in my life right now, I'm given this opportunity to continue to go in this direction and create these things. What's the opposite of that? What should I do? Like, Maybe naturally I would shy away from from an opportunity because I'm afraid I'm going to fail. So this time I'm going to step toward that opportunity with everything I got, with all the confidence in the world, because that's not what I ever do. But I realize that that's my ego and my voices. So, I'm going to act opposite to that. And I'm going to allow my soul to experience something different. And I'm going to understand myself on a level that I've never understood myself before. This is why I do those retreats. This is why I I, I run a therapy clinic where we do a ton of talk therapy. And I love things like EMDR, ART. They allow for this surrender courageous process that happens in a therapy session. And I know that someone's heart needs to be opened and get conscious and get the ego out of the way so they can experience something different and know something different. And when I say no, I don't mean on an intellectual level. I mean on a soul level, know something different. That's healing. That's what it's all about. So if you're creating something in your life and you don't want it, don't blame, don't be a victim, get accountable, get honest, and start to do that deeper work so you can get yourself to that place of courage and surrender and experience something differently. Have a wonderful day, you guys. We'll see you next time.